Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Thank you for joining us for our Father's Day podcast special. Now more than ever, men deserve to be honored and cherished. If you're a dad, a grandfather, or you're a special male role model to that young man or woman, we want to say Happy Father's Day to you. And to those who are in those positions, please show your love, appreciation, and affection to those men that are special in your lives. We have with us William Dean sharing his fatherhood moments with us. Welcome to the mic, Dean. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Want to um, to start off with, if you would share with us what it means to you now that you're a father. What does fatherhood mean to you? Fatherhood means to me, um, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to um, plant seeds of love, an opportunity to provide an atmosphere of nurturing. Um, personally, it's an opportunity for, for me to be what I didn't have growing up. Um, I, would, I didn't grow up with my father. Um I know him, but him and my mother weren't married. And um, so he he had an, another life. And me and my mom had a life that was given every now and then. And I spent my life in various ways looking for that father figure. Um, but for me, this has become an opportunity to be the low that I longed for, that I wanted. Um, so it's an opportunity to be able to give my child um, the best start in the world. There's also an opportunity to um, be an example of what God would have him to one day become. When you found out that you were going to be a dad, what was your um, experience like? Um, for for me, um, I became a dad through adoption, and um, initially, um, someone came and say, "Hey, I, I recommended you to a friend of mine who, um, you know, who wants someone to adopt their unborn child." And, um, we talked about it and discussed it, and. Um, there were some months that passed and around September, we got a call that said, uh, this is going to happen. I want you to adopt this child and I want you to adopt this child. And so there was excitement. Um, there was probably a little bit of nervousness, um, but we really had about a three-month period to prepare. Um, so it wasn't like a normal nine-month preparation. Um, but there was joy. There was anticipation. There was also a bit of trepidation because in this particular situation, you didn't up until the very last minute. 
he didn't know, but my uh, my heart and my wife's heart was no matter what happens, we want the best for the child. And we were excited and and blessed to be considered. Um, but for me, I think it probably took a while for all of this to really set in. You know, for months, maybe even a year or two after, I would walk past my wife and say, we have a whole baby. <laughs> <laughs> probably up and, and he's about 18 months now probably up until 14, 15 months I was like we have a whole baby <laughs> um, oh but there was excitement um, and gratitude for the opportunity um, and Realizing that this was um, an opportunity for this child to be brought into a home that he would, above all else, learn who God was and learn what real love was and not like that in any kind of way. You know, and even though you, you became a father through adoption, you still mm-hmm. had the opportunity to have the same experiences, the emotional experiences, um, as yeah. all fathers do, new fathers. So, what was mm-hmm. your what was your greatest concern? I mean, um, I know a lot of fathers are like they're nervous and scared, but what was your greatest concern? Because you're only child, you know, you didn't have your dad when you was growing up. Mm-hmm. So. With your little man, what what has been your your greatest concern? Um, I think probably my greatest concern is um the adjustment that he will face as he grows, um, and he has to deal with some of the information that surrounds him entering the world and um, us being his parents. Um, but also him being, you know, a, you know, he's part Hispanic and part African-American. And so um, thinking about you know, the, the plight of black and brown people um, and him having to walk through those things and, and, and being able to navigate those things and still come through that being a productive member of society um, with a confidence that with God he can, he can, he can accomplish anything he wants. Um, I think those are the things that, that, that crossed my mind. That probably will cross anybody in my position in my community. Um, that will cross their mind, you know. How will he adjust? Um, will he feel that he is fully loved and fully embraced? Um, so yeah, I think about those things. Now that you're dad, what is what has been your greatest joy? and greatest moment that you've had with your son? Um, 
one of the things I love is, you know, when he um, was born and he was younger, I was kind of the one that would a lot of times put him to sleep. Me and him became sleeping buddies and he just fall asleep on my chest. And of course, at that point, I just have to lay there because, you know, if you move to sleeping baby, you going to wake up. But um, even now, at 18 months, sometimes he waits for that. But on my birthday this year, we were in, in service. And I was holding him because, you know, doing worship service. He's like, hold me. <laughs> Don't put me down. Hold me. And somebody took a picture of him while he was lifting his hand just spontaneously doing worship service. And I know that he doesn't understand, but I can't even prompt him to lift his hand. He just does it spontaneously. And I was like, yeah, that's the best birthday gift I could have ever gotten. Is, um, him being introduced to the fact that God loved him. And that's one of the first things my wife said to him. Um, she was there when he was born. And when she got the opportunity to hold him, she just looked at him and she said, you know, Jesus loves you. And um, having that attachment with him um, means more than the world to me. With, with that being said, um, just how has your outlook on life um, changed since you've become a father? Life is less about me making it. And it's now focused on me making sure that he makes it, for lack of a better phrase, phrase phraseology, if that's even a word. Um, now all life is centered on um, how can I make sure that he makes it to the opportunity that, that God put him here for. And so before he came, I had two art rooms in my house. After he came, I had to squeeze everything into one room. And then we downsized, and his stuff takes over more room than my stuff. Um, so I'm living for someone else. Um, my life. I'm learning the meaning of sacrifice in a different way. And I, I can remember when we were waiting to bring him home from the state that we um, picked him up in when he was born. And I was sitting in the Airbnb while my wife and had gone to the store. And I was holding him and I heard the Lord say to me, I want you to trust him, trust me like he trusts you. So one thing that God is doing with me is he's allowing me to understand how my relationship should, with him should be 
as I observe my relationship with me and my son. So it's it's it's, it's deepening some things. <laughs> what advice would you give to new fathers or fathers to be? Don't be afraid to love. Um, embrace the challenges um, and realize that you don't know everything. Um, but if you approach fatherhood with the intent to be all of the love that you ever wanted, that child will get exactly what he or she needs because love is the principal thing. Well, we want to um, tell you happy Father's Day. Yes. And thank you for joining us and for being such a wonderful dad and father. Thank you all so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be with you. And to our listeners, if you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And on behalf of our podcast and our sponsors and partners, we want to tell you thank you for listening. And we will talk to you later. <laughs>